You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. Ready to have your mind melted? And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Five, four, three, two, one. Scotty Novotny, what's up, buddy? How are you doing? What up, Evan? How are you doing? Doing good, man. Well, dude, thanks for talking with me. Hell yeah, pleasure being here. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about yesterday? I was um I just completed this sign that's up on the wall. It's the Under the Sun podcast yeah, one. I was looking at that. Yeah, dude. Just completed that yesterday and I mean it wasn't very hard. Mm-hmm. I just had to trace letters onto it and then I painted it, you know. Oh, okay. But let me tell you, dude, I felt like a fucking artist. It looks good. I honestly was gonna ask you where you did that, but you just said you did it yourself, so Yeah, I got this uh board at Hobby Lobby and then I bought some um, alphabet tracing utensils and then I traced it with pencil and then I went over it with fucking paint yeah but one that made me feel like an artist but two while, while I was painting this I was just thinking about what the fuck we we're going to talk about and the thing I was um, like I mean we already have stuff picked out but yeah. one thing I was thinking about is dude back in the day we used to play fucking basketball together I was thinking about that before I came over like, just like <laughs> damn and I was like Remember Adam and Kyle and like yeah. Jackson Conrad, literally like Hunter Gasper, like everyone, like that was some fun ass times. Yo, for it, what, I, what, that was like middle school, wasn't it? Ew, um, I think yeah, maybe I, sixth grade or was I, th- it? I think it was like fifth, sixth, yeah, and then a little bit of middle school, and then we went to like, well, they went to like the A West, A West shit and everything. Yeah. Did you ever try out for A West? I did. Um, well, no, I remember you did the the, the little um, practices before the tryouts with like me and Grace and Nana. I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did I a couple of those. Me. That was at the time where I had summer football as well, so I was trying yeah. to juggle both of them. That's and funny. I should have I should have leaned towards more basketball because I only went to the like last few practices before tryouts, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna look real dumb doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, though. Yeah, for real. I think uh, me and Grayson went to like one of them, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck this, or not? Yeah, fuck this, we're not gonna." Yeah, for real. Try out, but. Well, I think the coaches—they obviously didn't say this to me because they're coaches and they can't do that. But I mean, <laughs> they were like, "Okay, so we're not going with this guy." But I mean, I, that's something I understand because you know you had those ten or twelve athletes that have been grinding out in the summer doing whatever. Yeah. And here I am. I just showed up like three days ago, <laughs> and now there's tryouts, and they're like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" Yeah, it fucking makes sense. That's how I felt, and that's one of the reasons why I was like, "Yeah, nah," because I think I went to like the last little practice or something, and coaches all looking at me weird, and he asked, "Like, what was my name?" And I said, "Navani." And I remember my brother; he always had a little. Mind you, he was a little hardhead, but I think him and um, Period didn't like each other, so. Oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of had a bad rep in the basketball court. So I was like, <laughs> you know, I might as well just stick to baseball. But. Yeah, I chose football at the time, and I, 
that's something I don't necessarily regret. I had fun doing football, but I wish I would have bounced them out a little bit more so I had a better chance with basketball. Didn't you do a track? I did, yeah. Yeah, I was I was uh track and football. I didn't I didn't do basketball. I tried out, but yeah. No. Yeah, we all know how that worked out. <laughs> Didn't work out. Yeah, that was my first time like not being a three sport athlete. It was weird having the winter off. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck am I gonna do now? And that's the crazy part is like you see the the elevation of like seriousness of sports, like when you go from um like elementary and then you go to middle school and then you kinda get into the clubs. I mean you, you do that kinda late in elementary or some people are kinda originally doing that but like you just see the the level and the intensity go up and you're like okay I can't really juggle two sports at a time you know I gotta at least maybe focus on one or you know I mean that's how I felt oh yeah yeah exactly it's it's it's, it's, it's definitely a tough thing it's I feel, I feel like it would have just been stressful yeah for real but unless you're like fucking god gifted talent like <laughs> Bo Jackson or something but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so before the podcast, you told me you worked for like this um, warehouse, whatever, for beds or whatever. And you mm-hmm. said they're mainly water beds, right? Um. Well, we sell like all different types of beds: the foam, um, air mattresses. Those are pretty big too. But um, yeah, honestly, any type of bed you can think of, we pretty much sell. Like the inventory is just so much, and they even told me like, I'm not gonna remember everything, so just come and ask all the, the higher up people if yeah. I ever get confused but um and then they have all types of adjustable bases too what I was talking about earlier you know like mm-hmm. the hospital beds and then um they do furniture and just um like have you ever seen an old school water bed I think so yeah yeah oh here I can uh you ever seen the conjuring three uh trailer yes in that water bed where that kid was in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty much the same exact setup. You know, we'll set up, there's, like, some wood on the side and a bunch, just a bunch of furniture bullshit that involves with it. But, yeah, it's, um, water beds are definitely big for my company, but we, we definitely sell every other type of bed that you can think of. Yeah, I only ask because, I mean, my inner child's just screaming out at me right now because I've always wanted a water bed for the longest time. Me too. But... I don't know. Have you ever, like, laid in one? Is it actually, like, comfy to sleep on? Like, we, we all know it's fun, like, once you, like, well, you probably shouldn't jump on a waterbed because yeah. I know you could possibly break it. But we all know, like, once you get a waterbed, you just want to, like, lay on it just because it's it, it's not a mattress with air yeah. and fluff or whatever. It's fucking water, yeah. which is so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, when I usually go to the Loveland um, showroom, I'll, I'll just, we'll just be posted up in there for a little bit and I'll, uh, just lay in a waterbed and just kind of just sit there and just feel it out. But, um, we put heaters underneath it so it heats up the whole entire waterbed. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy being kind of warm, then definitely get a waterbed. But, um, I mean, my boss, he even tells me that he likes to open up the windows in the wintertime and just turn his shit up and he's just straight cozy. Oh, I would too. That's that's exactly what I do. I don't know if I'd necessarily like the heat feature. I feel like I'd sweat more than be like warm, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely a sweater too when I sleep. So. Yeah, same here. That's why I've always found the weighted. Well, no, they're not weighted blankets, but I know there are some that are weighted. But it's mainly like the heated blankets, you know. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was the weirdest thing because a blanket's just designed to you know warm you up. Period. So when they so when they made a heated one, I was like, oh, okay, but. 
you know, it's the same thing what I think about with a heated blanket. I would probably just sweat way more than actually be warm. Yeah, and just get really uncomfortable. But um, there are soft, so that's the hard side is when you can feel the heat more or less. Mm-hmm. And then the soft side, it just looks like a straight mattress. But we have these rails, these like, they're probably about this big. It's a whole puzzle piece. So when we put it together, it'll be like the, the skeleton of the bed, just sitting there with liner in it, and then you put the water mattress in, and then there's a cover that goes over it, and it's like a bedding cover. So like any type of bed you can think of, it'll look like that. And so I, th- I think those will probably be cooler because your tops, the tops that we have, some of them are like cool feeling. So it's, you know, like it's cool temperature. You know, some people don't like to sleep hot. Oh, I don't. So, yeah. That's definitely not me. I sleep in the Arctic tundra, man. Yeah, me too. I'm not. At least I tried to. Right. I, one of these days I'm going to do a podcast episode on infomercials because I fucking hate <laughs> infomercials. They are just business scams and they're trying to weasel you out of like 1999 plus shipping and handling or something yeah. like that right but one infomercial product that i will stand by and say that i fucking love is the chill pillow i don't know the fucking technology behind it but it's literally exactly what it sounds like it's a pillow that it it, it has like a chill temperature to it it's a cold yeah. temperature and it stays cold all night and i got it what happened to that man i think when we moved from the duplex to here we lost it or something saddest day in my life definitely gonna have to get one again oh yeah you're telling me if if it still exists a lot of infomercials only exist for a certain amount of time because it's a patent pending product which means you know they're looking to get that patent but they never do because they know the fucking product is scam and it's fucking bullshit (laughs) that is true um <laughs> yeah, infomercial products last maybe six months before they literally die because it's the Snuggie. Did you ever have one of those? Yes, I did have a Snuggie. I had a New York Yankees one, man. Really? Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. I always I liked them, but I always didn't like how it didn't zip up. Like I always thought it should zip up in the back, and obviously it didn't because it was a blanket, you know, which makes sense. It shouldn't zip up, but I was like, I feel like it should zip up. But I think maybe I just wanted pajamas more than anything. Yeah, because, it, yeah, it, it felt like a onesie pajama thing, you yeah. know? I, uh, I used to just put it on, like, a, you know, like the Jedi robe in the front where it's open in the front. And just yeah, yeah. kind of cover myself. But. Yeah, that was such... Some of the infomercials I can't believe come out because they're so simplistic. And you're like, how is this not like on the market yet you know like the snuggie such a simple idea yeah it's literally just a blanket where you put your arms in like blanket sleeves and then that's it that's the only thing special about it and they call it a snuggie it's a fucking genius idea some of them are genius yeah and then some of them are like a legit fucking scam like the goddamn fushigi ball <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and guess who fucking bought a fushigi ball when he was a kid yours yeah. truly <laughs> fucking i remember i got 20 dollars for easter from my aunt i find it very odd that families give out money on easter but mine does every year and i'm like it's just it's i don't know it's weird definitely weird yeah like jesus rose from the dead i feel like it's an italian thing because i'm not (laughs) i know you're italian yeah and uh my mom's side they're all italian Mm -hmm. so i definitely get money from uh, my mom's italian side but 
don't know if that's... No, I, I, it's definitely got to be an Italian thing. We're, like, really close family, so... I don't know. It's always just a way to say, hey, like, I'm your aunt and I love you so much. Like, here's yeah. 20 bucks, you know? And to think that I wasted that money on a fucking fake ball. You know how much money I wish I didn't spend for my family? Like, I should have just saved like my parents told me to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I, mean, I don't know how much it could have been added up to, but I definitely would have been happy with saving that instead of, you know, I used to be really big into, like, action figures as a kid. So, Fuck yeah, so me I'd, too. I'd go every 15 bucks I'd get. You know, I remember they went from, like, $8 and they rose up to, like, fucking 20 mm-hmm. But I remember when they were cheap as hell and I'd get two. And then I'd get, like, a little vehicle for them or something, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd save up my money a little bit. But that's all I spent my money on. I had, like, two sacks of just army men, G.I. Joe dudes growing up. Fuck yeah. I never had G.I. Joe, but I definitely had action figures that I'll talk about in a second. You know it's the weirdest place that had action figures? Hmm. King Supers. You know how King Supers has like that small half aisle of just toys or whatever? They don't they they they, they don't have them anymore. Oh, yeah. It was way back when, you know, before our balls dropped. <laughs> like we were like five years old. You were probably three and then up until like maybe till I was eight. And I'm telling you, King Supers had the coolest fucking action figures. I remember I got a Darth Vader one, I got a Luke Skywalker one, and then there was definitely a couple army men. I don't think they were G.I. Joe though. But I remember I used to play with those all the time and they always I always just gave them like random powers. Like fucking Darth Vader could fly. It's just just obviously he can't, but of course Evan when he was five he's like, Darth Vader can fly and he can use the force on Luke and kill him. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing I miss about being a kid is uh, the imagination factor of, you know, what we have. You're had. fucking telling me, man. I used to have such an imagination. Oh I, I would watch, like, Avatar, The Last Airbender, and I would just go on this imagination trail of, you know, the school's in trouble, and I'm going to use my fucking bending powers to save the day, bro. <laughs> You're bringing back memories, you know? Oh, my God. I The amount of imagination, like play games that i did you know like i think i did some with transformers we, I, I think we all did that yeah dude i could have created a fucking movie saga off the imagination i had and that's what sucks is as we get old i mean we still have that a little bit but it's not as much as we has as a kid you know I, I but i feel like that's reality kind of slapping us in the face a little bit grow up you know all this other shit but Definitely, if you're a creator, that imagination portion of, you know, um, what you had as a kid will definitely benefit you, like, right now, you know, just thinking outside the box, you know? Oh, it's fucking crazy. And when I see that in movie directors or producers, I'm like, Jesus Christ, y'all are crazy. Jordan Peele is a fucking god. One, he's a comedian with Key and Peele. Everyone knows him, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. He's a fucking comedian. And then five years ago, around that time or whatever, he becomes a fucking movie director. And he, he, he directs horror films now. And the two ones, he's only directed two so far. But Jesus Christ, they are mind-bending. And it literally questions your entire reality. Isn't that the Get Out? I, don't, I remember he did the Get Out. Yeah, movie. he did Get Out. And, and, then, and, and then he did Us, which is like the clones that live underground with like the red jumpsuits, whatever. I haven't seen that one. Oh, dude, you gotta go see it. It's it's so fucking good. 
and the themes in that are fucking crazy. He tackles like culture, racism, equality, equity, all that shit. And then he also makes a fucking stunning film with a plot twist at the end. And you're like, dude, this guy was created by God to make movies. Yeah. And I don't think I don't know if he's a stoner, but I'm like, bro, you had to be on psychedelics to create yeah, this movie some, or something. Some yeah, and that's what I feel like a lot of fucking Hollywood people do and just do a bunch of drugs and yeah, that sounds like a dope ass movie, right? You know, or dope ass. Can I move show. this closer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So my last guest, I mean, he was speaking at the same way you were. Yeah. And I, it didn't pick up like in the final edit, and I was like, well, it did, but like you can tell like. His voice was significantly lower than mine, and yeah. I was like, well, that's not right. Yeah, and then when you probably lifted it up, you can hear that kind of scratchy sound a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'd be, I'd, like, that happens when I uh, do certain things with music, like if I use a sample or if I, like, um, try and sample something off of my mic, mm-hmm. and I can just hear the background noises and everything like that, but, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's why I put up these soundproofing foam panels. Yeah. Because it's supposed to... Well, you know, make the room soundproof. Yeah. Which I which I want to point out, that doesn't mean it's a noise cancellation room, which I was under the impression when I was buying these, that's what it was going to do. Me too. No, no. It's, that is a complete myth. It does not make it, you know, noise cancellation, which is what it sounds like. No, soundproofing means like, you know, when we talk and sound waves come out, they, they, they go out in all these directions, right? Mm-hmm. And they like, they, they, they bounce off walls and regardless of which one it is they bounce really fast and really quick and it sometimes creates an echo luckily for all my episodes i don't think there's an echo but you can definitely tell that you know it's just not as clear right yeah so what these soundproof foam panels supposed to do is it's supposed to dampen our sound waves when we talk so therefore it'll be you know more soundproof to where you know but before i asked you to bring your mic closer you were speaking from a distance yeah but with these soundproof foam panels, you can speak from a distance and it would sound just the same as if you were like right up close to the mic because the sound waves are bouncing, or I think the, so- the the foam panels are soaking up the sound, so therefore it's more clear. Okay, yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. But is that is that why they have these ridges and everything? Yeah, there's, it's a weird technology and it's so simplistic because it's, you know, they're just foam panels that have ridges on it, but... Apparently it's supposed to, you know, soften the sound waves and adapt or absorb. I just said adapt. (laughs) Absorb the sound waves so our voice sounds more clear. Okay. Yeah. um, My mom's a fucking rock star, man. When I said I want to do a podcast, she's just been in full support of it every time. And she's like, well, Evan, why don't you just do it, you know, in the kitchen table? And I was like, well, mom, you can see where that'd be a problem, right? You know, they would, like, everyone's coming in and out and stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, do you mind if I turn my room into one? She's like, well, no, where are you going to sleep? And I was like, yeah, true. So then this spare bedroom is, you know, what we turn this into. And it has come such a fucking long way. It was just a hoarding ground for all of our stuff. Like, there was Mm -hmm. Amazon boxes in here and, like, vacuums and TVs and like fucking Amazon boxes. Like it was filled up like that. You couldn't even see any of the carpet that you see now. Yeah. It was literally a hoarding ground. And then, you know, we, we clean it up a bit and, you know, lo and behold, here we are. And 
she she's let me doing she let me she lets me do anything with this room which is crazy i was like mom i just need a spare room that's all i need and she just keeps taking a step further she's like well she's like well what if we move this and that and then you can have more space and i'm I'm like, mom, I fucking love you. You're yeah. a goddamn rock star. Yeah. And Shout I was, and I really thought I was going to be stretching it by putting up these foam panels. I was like, well, this would help, um, you know, soundproof the room and it would make our voices sound more clear. She's like, yeah, fucking do it. And I'm like, really? And she's just been a goddamn rock star. Trooper. It, I mean, it looks good. It feels comfortable in here too. Right. And that's what I, that's what I, oh. yeah, I'm also in like the final stages of finishing this room. My mom was like, well, we can get rid of the printer and that desk right there. And I'm like, mom, we don't have to. Like, yeah. I know. You... But no, dude, she, she literally fucking insists. My mom's a goddamn saint. And anyone that's listening fucking knows that. Yeah. But she just keeps proving that she is just this selfless human being. And, you know, just being in her presence is just chilling because she's like the nicest woman ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I might put up a couple more foam panels. I'm not, I don't know. I'm going to edit this and see how it goes. Then I'll probably hang up a couple more posters. And then, yeah. I'm also, I also bought some, you ever heard of Funko Pop? No. It's like those figurines that have the giant head and the small body. Mm. They're almost like bobbleheads, but they don't bobble, right? Okay. Uh, I think I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many. If there's really a character out there in real life or um, like fictional, like animation or marvel whatever mm-hmm. they they make those and they're like little small probably six inches figurines okay. and they have like this small body but a giant head and i mean there's a mandalorian poster right there and i guarantee like all those characters have a funko pop and you know there's one for saquon barkley i was thinking about getting one of his but i've been kind of getting into funko pop lately because they're kind of cute collectible figurines yeah. you know and then definitely spice up the room a little bit too right uh you know what kind of theme you're gonna shoot for, or no? Um, since it's just a podcast, I'm just gonna do my interests. You know, probably yeah. get some Denver Broncos shit in here. Hell yeah! And yeah, I don't know. New York shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a must. That's a must. Yeah, I'm in the middle of planning <laughs> my trip to New York in September. Hey, here, let me uh, let me just spice up the table a little bit with the New York hat. Hey, let's go, baby! You know New York I mean? Yankees, let's go! Have you been watching baseball at all? Um, I've been watching a little bit. We don't have a cable at the house. I live um, I actually live out east now. Um, oh yeah. Just it's just a year contract at the house, but um, I'm living with my buddy, but um, we don't have cable. But I I try and you know YouTube mm-hmm. the little highlights and everything like that. But no, not not really this year. Yeah, I. I said this a couple way many episodes ago, but I've been wanting to get back into basketball and hockey, you know, yeah. especially since the Nuggets and the Avs went pretty far. Mm. And it's sad that they shit the bag, as we all thought, you know, Dude. at least the Avs were going to go to the Stanley Cup. The, the The Nuggets were iffy. We're like, yeah, they're looking good. I mean, it's going to be lucky if they well, get any further. Until you know? we, uh, Jamal Murray got fucking hurt. I mean, yeah, exactly. We had, we had so much. Um, ambition you know as oh fuck the Den- yeah the denver city of we're gonna make it and then he got hurt and we're like well joe kick you better step the <laughs> fuck up yeah no um i definitely uh de- i definitely started watching more um like nba highlights of the nuggets and everything like that because the nugget i mean i remember shit i remember 
eighth grade, we played at the Pepsi Center. For um, I was with Dom and Raul. What was that team? We were called the Bulls, but we had the opportunity to play on the Pepsi Center. And we like after that, I I, I kind of fell in love with the Nuggets. I really, I mean, my my two main teams are the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, well, you know, hometown. It's always something I'll um, support, but. Definitely, uh, the past few years, um, since they got pretty good with, uh, I mean, there's just such a young team with so much potential. Oh, oh yeah. And it's just, it's exciting to watch them because they have so much fucking energy. They're up and down the court, you know? And I don't know. I've definitely been watching the the highlights for them, but. Yeah, I watched the highlights too, but I just tried sitting down for, I sat down for most of the playoffs, but if it's just a regular season game, I'm like. It's just not that interesting to me. Yeah. And, I mean, that kind of goes for basketball, but it mainly goes for baseball. Yeah. I mean, there's 160 regular season games, and I just think that you're lying to us saying that this game is somewhat special, you know? It is if you're in the if you're in the hunt for the lead of whatever division you're in. Yeah. Or if it's the playoffs. Like, I watch baseball playoffs, you know? Yeah. But there's just... You know, it's the same shit every day, and I'm so sorry for baseball fans out there, and I'm not discrediting it. I think it's a great sport, but it's, for some reason, my mind's like, this is boring. I don't think it's necessarily boring to play. I fucking love playing baseball, yeah. but watching it, I'm like, can it, I get a beer or something? It's just like, it's just like <laughs> watching golf or fucking soccer. Like, it's, right? that's the same feeling I have with both of those sports is I wish I could just rather play it than watch it because this shit is... Boring as hell. Right. But, um, no, I definitely see where you're coming from. I mean, I even feel like that, and I played fucking baseball my whole life, you know? Like, right. And I just wish I was out there, you know? But, I mean, I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like mo- more more people who are older and who enjoy that are just, they just kind of never got over the fact that, you know, baseball's life, you know, and all this other stuff. Well, I think that's because a generation or two generations ago, like my my mom and dad and my grandpa and grandma, that's when baseball was, you know, America's team. And it was yeah. definitely something a little bit different. I mean, in a lot of ways, baseball is still the same fucking game that it was when it started. But there was more originality to it, I feel like. like or at least, you know, in between pitches, there was something about it where there was more suspense or maybe there was you know, a different tune playing that just brings back that, you know... Baseball feel or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that's the case, but, um... Shit, what was I about to say? Well, there I go again. I forgot what I was about to say. It's okay, Scotty. <laughs> we, all, we, we all know how cute you are. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask you is... Like you said, you played baseball your whole life. Like I, because I don't think I played baseball with you, but I did play basketball with you and stuff. But yeah. you also said in, you said since middle school, or either said since you were eight or you were in eighth grade. It was one of those two, mm-hmm. that you were making music. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so. so what kind of music? And what did you do it on? Did you do it on like SoundCloud or? Um. I just recently, since last year, since I was in college, I um one of the reasons why I was kind of in my room all the time was I was just making music. You know, I was going off of my experiences from college and creating sound out of it. And that's one thing I feel like a lot of people don't do is their experience in life. 
Um, cause I remember talking to a, uh, a priest about, cause I mean, priests, they take everything in from the daily life of, you know, what goes on day to day. And, um, I remember him telling me that for a person who's creative, they need to kind of keep something with them that they can write down daily or, and they just kind of need to open up their eyes a little bit more, you know, to certain things, um, with life and put it towards their art you know mm-hmm. so I, I mean that's what I kind of started doing is took certain experiences and put it into music but I can't really I guess I can't really uh, pinpoint what my music is I, I guess you can say some of it's kind of deep house some I mean I put a lot of bass a lot of trap drums and stuff in it just like a hip hop beat but the feeling of it and it's more euphoric. Like, I used to take a lot of mushrooms when I made music. So, like, it's kind of psychedelic sound to it. You know, definitely okay. something. I remember I showed it to my cousin. She said she liked to go out and run to, like, my music and just kind of look at nature and just kind of look at it. So I, th- I feel like that's where I'm kind of pushing. I, I'm not trying to fall into any other... Um, you know, genre with all these other people. I kind of created my own sound as I grew up. You know, I listened to all the other people around me and everything just so I can try and make my sound just a little bit different, you know? But, yeah, I mean, I can't really tell you what kind of music it is. It's kind of my own sound that I kind of created throughout the time of... You know what I'll never understand is... First of all, how many fucking music genres there are? Aren't there like hundreds or even thousands? I mean, you can, let's say country. They're little branch off into their own little genres of country, you know, and rap. Like, you can choose. Yeah, I think you can choose any genre. And then there's these fucking branches, like three minimum, but it can go all the way up to 12. There's, there could be fucking 12 to 20 fucking branches just off of this one genre. Like you said, country. It can be rap. It can be fucking EDM. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. And then it just gets in these weird things. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of genre is that? Like, for instance, I was talking with my, my, my friend about folk music the other day. What the <laughs> folk music? What the fuck does that even mean? And I think what it is is like, you ever heard of like the Lumineers where it's like, they, they sing like Hey Ho or like Ophelia? Yeah. Um, well, like, actually, what when, the fuck? Actually, when I went to CMU, I took a music history class and we went through all the genres of music, you know, up until today's date. What's the weirdest one you found? Glitter pop. <laughs> which is or glitter rock which is like kiss <laughs> kiss and all this other i mean it's cool like i mean kiss is glitter pop i mean okay it's like glitter rock because you know how yeah. they dress and everything yeah yeah so um yeah it's just i guess it was more based on their looks and oh okay. that, that's where they kind of um define that uh glitter pop but like, yeah is that was definitely weird but i really enjoyed like the old school like uh um, like uh, what is it? Muddy Waters and stuff like that. Kind of like the old soul. I, I like yeah. Temptations, Marvin Gaye. That's something I kind of grew up on because mm-hmm. my brother he he actually put me towards music as a kid. I mean, he always just he like hey, listen to the song, you know, like you know, no, it was always um something like African American because I mean he's half black so I mean yeah. he kind of he kind of leaned towards that kind of music and so he always introduced me to that type of stuff and I was always intrigued by you know like um, the Temptations and just 
I don't know, just soul music, you know, something that you can feel in the heart and it will give you goosebumps, you know? Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the, and then that's the type of feel I try and go for for my music is, you know, if you listen to it, you know, I hope I hope you feel like the same feel as I got when I first made that beat and I was like, oh, like, you know, this is this is sweet. Like, you know. Isn't music such a strange fucking thing? Oh, it's man. it's fucking crazy. It's just people talking, right? But they're talking to a beat. There's this some beat where it's like, or maybe it's like, boom, 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 something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So they're so they're so they're talking to this beat, but maybe they're holding certain notes, you know, like fucking Lady Gaga, where it's like, well, mainly I'm thinking about um. I've been listening to a Star Is Born soundtrack lately. Have you seen that movie? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, it's so fucking good. It has Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Oh, I definitely see that. Oh my god, the fucking soundtrack is just off the hook. I remember I was seeing this girl at the time, and she said she's never seen it before. And I, I'm really not a guy where it's like I can't believe you haven't seen this movie, especially yeah. for being such a big movie guy. A lot of yeah. a lot a lot of people assume I'm that person. Like, <laughs> I mean, so many guys and girls have told me they haven't seen star wars and they expect me to freak out and i'm like why would i expect to freak out like they're a classic but you know there's certain movies that you you're you don't have to see like you have to see us before you die you know yeah star wars is definitely close to that but only the original trilogy but like a star's bone is just so revolutionary it's fucking dramatic and it's fucking sad but it's got bradley cooper and lady gaga and what i love about it is that Lady Gaga is not dressed like you know her, her usual crazy self, yeah her yeah. crazy self and there's nothing wrong with it. like I think it's cool the way she dresses but she just looked like a normal person in this and she was actually really attractive and here yeah, um I'm gonna stop right there um a lot of artists have kind of this alter ego thing mm-hmm. and kind of like Kiss yeah yeah and I mean mine's mine's kind of you know Scoot the Pimp you know like I mean like I remember me and Rara made that up in like sophomore year for our Instagram names but I kind of I kind of chose that because I remember just, I don't know, saying pimp like back in elementary school and always getting in trouble for it. And then I got really intrigued by that. And I was always... Time out. Time out. You got in trouble for saying pimp. Yeah, I was. it was like fifth grade. And I was like, oh, that's pimp. Oh, my goodness. And then like, the, okay, I understand she, it was fifth grade, but really? Yeah, she she took me out, and she was like, do you know what that means? I'm like, yeah, someone who, you know, has money and all Yo, this other stuff. Yeah, let's fucking go, babe. And she's like, you're and, a pimp too, babe. And she's like, no, uh, <laughs> it's it's someone who, um, like, controls women and all that. She's trying to, like, not say anything bad, so I, you know, get it in my brain now. But she was just being so um, subtle about what the word pimp meant. I was like, whatever i remember in middle school i used to wear hats all the time because i had long hair mm-hmm. and i had um i had i i definitely had to put a hat over my hair or else it was gonna turn out like a fucking rat's nest right fool i think i remember one of the first times i seen you we're at the what the apex have um like every saturday oh uh kids night out yeah i remember i think i'm i think i met you i'm not sure probably I think you, you, you're definitely there, but I remember you having this just crazy hair under your hat. Just whoosh, yeah, flowing. it's it's really fucking curly. It's like that fucking Italian jeans, baby. Yeah, that's definitely. Italian. I love fucking confusing people though. Um, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking full Jewish. I mean, I could definitely pass off as one. I don't necessarily have 
a full Jewish nose, but I'm yeah. uh, dude, I'm fucking halfway there. Yeah, absolutely. And I have fucking curly hair. I mean, those are the two main things. Nose is pretty kind of girthy, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I definitely got like, yeah, dude. My nose is bigger than my dick. What's up? <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, but I always confuse people like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I made these. I, I hang out with a lot of people that make Jewish jokes. Yeah. And like, you know, for people that are listening, if you want to go cancel me, like fucking hold your horses. Like, <laughs> the, you know, there's this there's this point to where you make a joke, but you don't mean it. You know, yeah. it's literally just to be funny. It's called being a comedian. Right. And that's exactly what they were doing. And <laughs> when when I just when I pulled a joke on him that. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm fucking 100% Jewish. They totally buy it. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I made all those Holocaust jokes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you fucking should, you bitch. Like, no, you're fine. (laughs) See, okay, um, I want to talk about this real real quick. Um, I saw a video about white liberals being more racist than rednecks, right? Yeah. And so what this dude was explaining is those type of people will always compare their life to a brown person's life. And I can I can relate to that because I, I know plenty of times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, um, Hispanic or, you know, or something. And they're like, oh, I just had, you know, some good Mexican food the other day or just something like that. I'm like, what? Like, no, nah, like, let's not, let's not, let's not say that type of thing, you know. But um, the dude was all talking about it. He's like, I'd rather have someone redneck tell me that, to go back to my country than some white girl telling me that she just came back from my country, you know? Really? Yeah, and I mean, I, I kind of relate to that because, I mean, I have a lot of, I mean, I wouldn't say redneck friends, but I I have a lot of white friends who, who be saying, just talk their shit, you know? Just, kinda, yeah. you know, I'm brown. And that's, I don't get upset about that. I get upset if someone says, you know, something when I don't know them, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, when it's my friends and everything, it's a whole different, whole different story. Or even if it's um, shit. I know. I mean, I know some some rednecks will just talk their shit, but that's just you know the thing they do, you know. And that's, I mean, as as a minority, you grow up on that type of thing, you know. And um, I don't know. I feel like the white liberals just kind of pity you more. More or less, you know, they they think like, oh, I'm so, I'm so above you that I have to kind of pity you a little bit, mm-hmm. rather than the rednecks where they're just kind of scared that we're gonna take their jobs or take their woman or you know just just some shit like that, you know. It's really fucking childish when you said like, you and your friends just shoot the shit. You can't even do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because most, maybe not knows. It definitely depends on who you hang out with, but yeah, and who you're around at that yeah, time. Yeah, I get. Because I've only heard stories. I don't hang out with people where I shoot the shit and, you know, they take it to offense. Mm-hmm. Lied. I lied. Um, I was hanging. <laughs> There's this girl that I'm, I'm friends with. Yeah. And I haven't seen her in like two years. And I fucking made a joke. Didn't mean it. Totally took it to offense. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because then I feel bad because, like, I should have said it anyway. But it's not like I didn't mean it, you know? Yeah. But it goes back to the whole thing, like, shooting the shit. You can't do that anymore. Because, you know, most people take offense. Even if you don't mean it, which I think most people don't. And if you do, then, yeah, you have the right to call them out, right? Yeah. But, no, it's 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 a fucking sad world that we live in where you have to censor, like, almost everything you say. Yeah, and shit, I grew up on that, too. Like, shit, I'm, I can even say brick. Like, 
he'd always he'd always just say some funny ass shit, you know, like and I mean, growing up when I was in middle school, I didn't like it, you know, the certain things that some people said. But as that I got older, it's like, well, I mean, that's life, you know, like I'm 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 not I'm not a pussy, you know, like yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and pity myself because someone said something with their words you know i've had actual racist incidents where someone did something physical you know like a lot of people don't realize that saying that type of stuff isn't racist doing something physical because someone else is a different skin color that's racist you know i've had Absolutely. someone i've had someone bash my window in because they thought i was selling drugs outside their um, company and just shit like that you know and i've had uh, there's just certain things that you know some people Especially like minorities, like there's um, especially our age, certain minorities they didn't grow up on that, you know. Like I came from a Orvado was a pretty white area growing up up until like junior year. Yeah. And you can't tell me not because once that came in, there's a lot of uh, kind of diversity coming in. But um, fucking um, yeah. I mean, that's what I grew up on. And, I mean, a lot of people didn't grow up on that. They grew up around, you know, a lot of brown people. But I don't know. I feel like that kind of separates us a lot more is when you don't get that diversity factor. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Diversity is definitely a huge thing. What's also a dangerous thing I've noticed is following your parents' ideals. Yeah. Because they grew up a way different way than we are growing up right now. Mm-hmm. We have the fucking internet. We have social media. And that's just the fucking tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You know, society was way fucking different 35, 40 years ago when our fucking parents were growing up. And some of them probably grew up homophobic and racist. Yeah. And they probably passed that down to their kids. Yeah. And I understand, I understand this, but maybe most people don't that like, you know, you look up to your parents when you're growing up. I know I did, mm-hmm. but it's dangerous when the parents pass down st- stuff like racism yeah. and homophobia yeah. and all of this and that. Racial shit. Because yeah. you think that your parents know everything and they're God's gift to the world. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, they're just two people that fell in love. They met and they fucking, you know, you came from your dad's balls, you know? That's the beauty of growing up, too, is you get to realize all this, all this shit in the world that isn't what you thought. Exactly. And And then there's also this scary point to where if you are going to divert from your parents' ideals, Mm -hmm. and hopefully it's from the better, you know, hopefully you're diverting from them because they don't have great ideals, you know, like you don't have to go get a job, you know, just fucking marry into money or homophobia, racism, the whole nine yards, right? Yeah. So so there's a dangerous part to where you're probably going to cling on to your friends and hopefully that works out. But there's also a part where, you know, if you if you look to the internet, that's a fucking dangerous game. You're going to, like, get on Reddit and all this shit, and then you're going to come up with ideals for yourself. And if you don't do enough research, like, you're going to have maybe not such a good ideal based off of very low fucking information and yeah, facts. You're going to get stuck in your own thoughts. And I remember talking to Brock about this um is I, I forgot what he called it but there's a certain thing that that's what happens is you get into this research and you start thinking about these ideas and you don't have other people's opinions because it's just you on the internet right and it just sticks with you for a little bit and it's like um 
you just get trapped in this this mindset of just kind of feeding you bullshit, you know? It's just like like that some certain things that like, yeah, that's how the world works, but I mean, that's that's not all of it, you know, like is there's a lot more to it than just some other person. There's way about more, it. fucking way more to it. Yeah. And you know what's really scary is that, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, even the fucking internet, but mainly fucking YouTube. YouTube has algorithms. When you search up a video yeah. and you click on it, those, those those like 20 suggested videos that come up after, dude, they're fucking algorithms. And then you can go down rabbit holes of just clicking on the suggested videos, yeah. and then you're going to get yeah. this ideal. And I don't know the statistics, but I'm guessing at least seven times out of ten, it's going to be a terrible ideal or thought that you had. Yeah. And then you're going to think about this, and I have a great example of it. And I won't fucking name names. Let's call him Brad. His name's Brad. Um, I go. Brad. I. <laughs> you loved Brad, and then you told him <laughs> those fucking commercials. I go. I. 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 I go to church with Brad, yeah. but, but um, before we went to church, he just went down this fucking rabbit hole of YouTube videos and um, internet like scams and shit like that. And he just has this terrible ideal. Like, he's having terrible back problems right now. Okay. I think he might even have a pinched nerve or, like, a fucking, oh, like, a disc, like, a misplaced disc or something, right? Yeah. And I keep telling him, like, Brad, you got to go fucking get help, man. He's like, well, I'm praying, I'm praying to God, like, really hard. And, you know, I think that'll help me. And I'm like, it, I mean, it can help to an extent, but... I don't even think this guy believes in modern medicine. Like he's that, and he's completely homophobic. Like he's he's convinced that you know gay people or anyone on the LGBTQ spectrum is possessed by a devil figure, and you know he's convinced that there's, you know I don't want to give that example because there's some great points on that, and that gets that gets to some fucking Epstein shit and stuff. Yeah, it's basically he showed me like this documentary, and they took it off YouTube. Okay. But it was about, like, this new world order that's coming up or something. And I'm telling you, like, I'm not in... I fucking hate conspiracy theories. And I, I hate them. all that shit, but... <laughs> I love them. Oh, bro, I fucking hate them. I don't... See, okay, so I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> I got I got into looking at them, and then, you know, YouTube al- algorithm, they yeah. just kept feeding me them, so I just watched them, bro, right? Bro, it's fucking addictive, and it's dangerous. But you just gotta... You just gotta hope that your mind's strong enough to not actually, like, fall into those beliefs of you know but but you keep doing you you know but i mean you just have these ideas and i I feel like it's kind of a good thing to watch those because it opens up your brain a little bit more of yeah what's actually going on in the world but um i definitely think that there's a lot of evil um the music industry is evil it's um how so i remember okay so i i do a lot of music research and um, grow uh, like uh, back to like God and Jesus and everything. Um, the devil was uh, God's favorite or Jesus' favorite um, musician, and so once he was sent to hell, I feel like over time during Earth, like um, while you know he's on the ground, um, I I I I read some or I actually watched some uh, YouTube videos of people who just you know selling your soul to the devil you know just stuff like that but um with the music industry he you know the devil came down to florida or you know the the fiddle the the fiddle song did you ever listen to that 
Which where, one? Where the dude uh, played the violin or the fiddle for his life against the devil. It was it was, it was a pretty old song. I, I kinda... No. The one I'm thinking of right now is like City of Angels where it's like, I sold my soul to the devil for designer, they said. Like, it's... It's, I mean... It's a catchy song, too. I'm like, oh, bro. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of people kind of... Um, BS about that and then there's people who actually will do some type of weird ritual to actually gain the power of the devil you know like yeah. and he has the he has the power on earth you know like um, God we can only we can only just kind of hope he you know he's he's there for us you know I've actually seen stuff like that in this TV show called Criminal Minds where yeah, there's I these yeah there's these fucking serial killers who should have died at least 5 times whether if it was from open gunfire or a car crash but they literally do not die because they they I mean society thinks that they are possessed by the devil and the devil is protecting them so he can go on more or she it can be a she but it's i think all the episodes i watched they were guys who you know again they should have died like six different times yeah. whether if it was from open gunfire or whatever but they just didn't because they they all thought the devil was controlling him or keeping him alive so he can commit more mass murders or acts for the devil and um i i mean do you believe in good and evil yeah, yeah. I mean, and I feel like that just kind of falls into place because um, I honestly did a lot of research on like all the religions, and they all have a kind of a certain connection. But um, and once you, I feel like once you do that, you kind of come more spiritual, more or less than religious. You know, you kind of under you try and um, become one with yourself. So you kind of think this certain process that good and evil is actually real. And you have to kind of push away the evil. And that's one thing I've been working on, like, this whole year is, I mean, shit, I remember growing up, like, I used to just black out when I was angry. And, like, um, I, I always thought it was, like, the devil or something like that, like, or just something demonic. Because I remember I, uh, I know some people know the story, but um, my sophomore year, I, I drank way too much uh, alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going in, like, a... Like, just some coma or something like that. And ended up having, like, my stomach pumped and everything like that. But, um, during that time, I had, like, this weird insidious dream of, like, kind of going... I feel I felt like I was kind of in the realm between Earth and Hell. Oh, but, shit. Um, like, it was, like, this sixth sense kind of insidious dream I had. And, I mean, during that process, I feel like... I don't know, like... Later in life, I feel like it was the devil's doing of keeping me alive. And mm -hmm. then I also feel like it's God because he ha he always has more power toward, you know, of um, the devil. Like, he created the devil, you know? Yeah. And um, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, the devil is definitely manipulative and all this other stuff. But um, I don't know. I feel like God kind of shines his light through some of the demonic acts of certain people so they it can influence others to try and not do what they're doing you know because mm -hmm. like what you're saying um with uh, criminal minds how those people kept um staying alive during certain situations where they should have died like yeah the the you know i mean the, they could be in the devil's act but 
the, he's so manipulative that I feel like, you know, the, the light, I mean, the light always seeps through darkness. So, I mean, I feel like God kept them alive because he wants them to realize to not do those type of things, you know? Like, at certain points in our life, you're going to get smacked in the face by reality, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're going to realize, like, good and evil, all this other type of stuff, you know? And... I don't know. I feel like a lot of movies and all that, oops, all that other, uh, you know, TV shows, and they try and portray that just a little bit. But um, as a as a religious guy, as a Christian guy, um, I do believe in Satan and the devil and stuff. One of that's like one of the main things about religion is um, if you do believe in God, then you gotta believe there's a Satan, and there's even. Yeah. I mean, there's even stuff in the Bible about that, but there are some out there that are like, well, I believe in God, but I don't believe there's a devil or Satan, which is fine. But, I mean, I think if there's one, there's also the other. Well, I mean, and also, uh, sorry to interrupt you, oh, but you go back to the, like, religious things I was telling you about, how I kind of researched, there's always a heaven and hell with every religion, with every, you know, um, culture that, you know, whatever they believe in, there's always a heaven and hell. So, I mean, for me, I I feel like all this stuff is connected, but they just have a different way of portraying it. But, um, yeah, no, I definitely definitely believe because, I mean, you can't tell me not certain, you know, throughout certain um, or certain days, you'll just have kind of a shitty day and you'll just have some really dark thoughts of just some things that you just don't necessarily think about, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the devil's doing and he's just trying to, yapping your ear a little bit you know but i mean a lot of us are stronger than that you know like a lot of us don't go i feel like some of that is kind of impulse and some people kind of act off of impulse because they kind of have this little voice in their head of go do this go do that go do that you know and it's i mean that's just evil trying to seep through yeah. what, what you're trying to do you know but i don't I- Here's here's why I fucking hate conspiracy theories and I don't get into them because it's fucking open to interpretation at the end regardless of yeah. how much fucking research you do. Yeah. I mean, I and I know there's some conspiracy theories out there that are basically proven, but it's still no, that's kind of a bad example. What's I can't think of the one I'm thinking of that kind of has been proven. Maybe it was like the Hillary email one, I don't know. But there's just so many whack fucking conspiracy theories out there. And no matter how much fucking research you do, it's open to interpretation on what on whether you want to believe it or not, you know? Yeah. I remember I like one of the guests I talked to, she thought that, you know, aliens do exist and I was like, Okay, I can get on board with that but where yeah. she where I jumped off the boat was aliens are here on this earth and they can camouflage themselves as a fucking like a fly or a reptile or something that's kind of that's kind of butchering it but i remember she did say something about they can shapeshift or something yeah i mean and I i'm like i don't think she was trying to explain it well enough but i've definitely heard but um i mean even my boss she kind of looks at that type of shit but it's i think she was trying to explain lizard people and how they live underground or some shit like that yeah and I, how there's like a whole um, another world like underneath ours or some shit like that and how yeah they- like i remember i heard one where i was like the, the the fucking mayans aren't dead they are living in the earth's core right now well, i'm, I'm I'm like, like i'm like oh really I'm you know right now you know fucking 10 
How hot is the Earth's core? I mean, isn't it like over 10,000 degrees or something? It's fucking yeah. way more. I don't know. Fucking, I took Earth science five years ago. So, I mean, people out there with the phone, you can research it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I remember when I released um, the guest that I did that conspiracy theory with. Uh, not the minds, but we just yeah. talked about conspiracy theories the entire time. And I can't, who was it? I don't know, but someone slid up and like, you should have done, uh, you know, a coverage on the lizard people under DIA. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, I guess there's lizard people living under the DIA. And I'm like, oh, is there now, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've seen those, but there's always been conspiracies about the Denver, you know, airport. And... Well, there's always been conspiracies about anything. Yeah. And I just think they're there because people want to believe in this something believe in this small thing that is completely controversial and it's never proven and they just want to be a part of this small group to where they think that they're 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 in on some secret information i can see that. and you know what man maybe you're right maybe you know it's absolutely proven that there are fucking aliens on the dark side of the moon okay yeah maybe but i just choose not to get into it because i don't like being played the fool i really don't you like your evidence and you know see so you can actually yeah for real and then but but you also have to go down fucking hours and hours of rabbit holes and stuff and i just don't have the fucking energy or time to do that man yeah i mean i fucking i've been busy all day up until you came here i was i woke up at fucking eight o'clock i went to my neurologist appointment i got home at like fucking 10 and i was setting up these foam panels i went to I went to um, Walmart because I ran out of command strips. That's what I hung them up with. Okay. Turns out that's a terrible fucking way. <laughs> so if anyone's out there trying to set up a studio, don't fucking use command strips because they don't work. And then I went to um, King Supers to get some uh, adhesive glue. Okay. Right? Yeah, adhesive. Okay. Such a funny word. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I did that. And then I edited a podcast. And I sent that out today because I release every Monday and Thursday. Today is yep. Thursday. Obviously, it's not your episode, but yep. you will be on Monday. Noise. Yeah. And then, you know, I was doing some research here before you came, and mm-hmm. now we're here. I am a busy man, and, you know, I just love having shit to do, and I just don't want to go down rabbit holes of information that may be true or not true. And that that's a good mindset to have. Um, Back to when you were talking about your mom and how she's a saint, but I think she saw the ambition in you of I actually want to do this I actually want to see what happens with it you know like I mean it's just, you know that ambition definitely like what you have right now oh yeah she 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 definitely did but I mean still she shouldn't have to give me like all that I have like currently right now yeah she gave up an entire fucking room in the house I mean most people can't say that you know that's my like, love though yeah She's fucking insane, man. Shout I was like, was like, mom, I just need this small fucking cubicle corner in the desk. That's all I fucking need. Yeah. She's like, no, nah, let's do this and that. I'm like, I fucking love you. Always what a nice lady. It. But yeah, but she definitely saw the ambition in me. I've been wanting to do this for two years. And when fucking February 2nd came around, I fucking, you know, I, I, I grew some conies. Yeah. And I fucking did it. Yep. That's how I felt about when I first like released music. I was like, fuck it. You know, like whoever listens to it, listens to it. And they're going to pick up on some cool right? shit, you know? Yeah. They're going to pick up on some cool shit. But if not, cool, you know? I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do all this other stuff. And people are 
gonna slowly pick up on it, and that's where everyone starts with creating something too. Yeah, it, it, if you want to listen to my podcast, fuck yeah, thank you, and I appreciate mm-hmm. the support. Yeah. And the podcast would not be where it was without you listeners out there. I fucking love you. Love but you if you don't want to listen to it, then don't. If it's not, if you don't want to listen to podcasts, then don't. Yeah. I'm doing this for me because I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. I love talking to people, and I love getting to know them. And dude, we're only a fucking hour in, and I'm having a blast with you right now. Oh, it's yeah. so much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been watching Joe Rogan a lot, and then once I saw your podcast come out, I started, like, listening to him, Mm -hmm. you know, while I was, like, going on runs, or, you know, just, you know, something simple, but I I just, I feel like I just have some shit to say, too, you know, like, I kept kept the bottle in so much, like, I I mean, I'm- Same here, man, that's one of the reasons why I started, because I was just gonna pop, like, a fucking balloon if I didn't- share my fucking feelings Mm -hmm. and that's what i kind of like about i mean it's a up and down cycle of um freedom of speech with people on the internet talking about what they want to talk about some can take it um and turn it into something bad you know some can find the good out of it but no i I definitely I i was definitely looking forward to coming here and talking and just talking bullshit you know yeah dude you fucking like slid up on instagram when i posted one of those episodes you're like yo if you want to like talk about music or whatever i'm like fuck yeah come on dude let's fucking do it oh yeah music such is such an interesting one to me too because i'm all over the spectrum but i'm not Mm -hmm. so i'm a big country fan and yeah i so i was doing some research before you came over and i couldn't fucking find it but i remember I was in school. It was, I'm pretty sure it was high school, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find the fucking article. Maybe, maybe I didn't wear it right, but I remember one of my teachers told me that whatever your parents listen to while you're cooking in the womb is what you're bound to like when you're when you're grown up, and that's 100% for me. They fucking listen to Toby Keith and George <laughs> Strait and all this country shit, and yeah. I'm a huge country fan right yeah. now. Um, do you think that's true, or so? For me, it's a lot different because I'm adopted, and I don't know. Oh, that's right. I don't necessarily know like a, a lot of like um, the parental and like what they enjoy, you know, and certain shit. But I mean, that's why that's why I'm pretty happy. I grew up with Ty. My brother is. I mean, he was adopted too, but that's we, kind of, right. we always had that same mindset, and we always picked each other up, you know, with certain stuff, and we kind of learned off each other, you know. And I mean. I'm not. I probably listen to Mexican music, or I mean Hispanic music, or you know, Guatemalan music, or something like that. But, um, I mean, I do enjoy listening to that now when I'm drunk. I do enjoy listening to country when I'm drunk. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, I can't really, I can't really say that's true. But you know, like I definitely feel like it has a motive because that's definitely been a thing for the longest time. Is you play like Beethoven for your kid or something, and then yeah. they kind of become more, kind of a more chill kid growing up, you know, or something, just because they heard that um, the classical sound. But music definitely has a really big impact on the world right now, because I, I feel like rap kind of took over a lot of shit, and a lot of people are kind of trying to become like gangsters and shit like that. Yeah, and it's like. Do you know to each their own, but I mean you're gonna get 
you're gonna get smacked with reality one of these days, you know, and you're gonna realize, oh, maybe I should just be myself, you know. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I I, f- I feel like a lot of people our age, especially our generation, kind of strive away from a lot of the family shit. And a lot of, like, kind of what they kind of grew up on. And more focus on the internet. Because I feel like the internet kind of raised our generation a little bit. You know, like, what are you, like, 99, 98? 99. Uh, see, I'm an old one, so I'm kind of ahead of my generation, you know? I'm, you know, the old head of the generation. And I, I follow a lot of the 90s rules because my brother was a 90s baby. And my parents, um, since I was adopted, they're a lot older. So I go back to, like, what they believed in back in, like, the 70s and the 80s and stuff like that, you know? So I kind of have an older mindset of certain things, but... Which I think I feel like it helps, because, like, you're in reality more, because this generation is so fixed on their phones, you know, fixed on what the other person has to say so they can believe it, you know? But I, f- I feel like we don't fall into that category. You know, I feel like it's, like, either two years below us who kind of do that or a year below us yeah. who kind of do that. But I feel like, yeah, I just feel like this generation, or at least our our class, was kind of the last class of doing their own shit instead of following what other people start doing, you know? Yeah. Our class is interesting, if you ask me, because they're... It kind of sucks for me because, well, obviously I hang out with people our age, you know, 19, 20, 21, whatever it is. Yeah. And I, I've never had more opposite, you know, genre, like, likes than, I don't know, probably other generations have had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think some of our generations definitely getting into, you know, more of the new stuff and they're making, you know, a life for themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. Yeah, to each yeah and you know what? I'm doing the same thing, but I do think there was this inner calling in me or just this – there's this fucking light that goes off in my brain. The, like my brain just lights up with all these lights of satisfaction and happiness and dopamine and serotonin when I listen to country music, Yeah, which is dumb. Not It's not dumb, but sometimes I resent it. Yeah, You want to know why? Because – Country music doesn't have any fucking depth or feels to it. Like, I fucking love country music, but here's what it is. It's fucking guys and girls singing about trucks and truck beds and beer and whiskey and love. And, you know, fucking houses out in Tennessee with acres upon acres of land. That's what fucking country music is, okay? There's just no fucking, you know, depth to it. But for some reason, like all my all my lights in my brain just go off. Like, yes, this is fucking good. Yeah, which sucks because I think what I wish I could get into is I'm into some rap, but I'm just not into rap, which is sad because that's where the fucking stories begin, man. For uh, I'll I'll send you people who to listen to because yeah, I I I don't listen to the generic people who just kind of rap about the same shit, you know, because. I remember growing up from 2016 to, like, nowadays, rap was just bitches, you know, drugs, you know, like Playboy Cardi, for say, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit that kind of popped up from 2016, you know? But 
who I listen to, even my brother said, he's like, you you be listening to people like who just spit real shit, you know, over some dope ass beats. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not trying to listen to some pathetic ass shit like that where I can't get a feel from it. Like I'm, I'm an artist for like, I need to feel something, you know, like remember when I said I like soul, like that, that, that touches your heart, you know, like you, that they, they talk about the negative things that happen in their life, you know, like that's a, that's a lot of um, black artists too is cause I mean, they grew up kind of, it was shitty for them, you know, and yeah. they they have that, they have that talk of growing up shitty, you know, and I mean, I feel like that kind of helps the soul a little bit more because not everything's bittersweet here, you know, the world isn't fucking cupcakes and, you know, ice cream, it's fucking, it's a slap in the face, you know, like you, you grow up on just, I don't know, I mean, at least the real people, I, I, as I think, they grow up on a little bit of struggle, you know, like struggle is the beautiful part of life, you know, that's where you grow. You know, if you give get everything handed to you, it's you don't grow from that. You know, you get kind of blinded by the fact of reality and what certain shit actually is. You know? Yeah. Fucking rap, man. That's that's where the real stories are. Like you said, you know, it wasn't all cupcakes and rainbows. They came from literally fucking nothing. Just shit. Yeah. They could have been living on the streets in Detroit, or they were living in a fucking you know home or whatever. Mm-hmm whatever it is and the fact that they can just make this beat and fucking tell that story in three and a half minutes while fucking making a catchy tune is fucking art that's some real fucking art right there do you um do you have you ever listened to like kendrick lamar not really, man. I'm. T- I don't listen to fucking anybody. Yeah, like see. I don't listen to the weekend. I don't listen to Cardi B. See, like yeah. That's fucking. Cool. That's cool. You don't listen to them. I like. To be honest, fool, I will send you some certain people who just they spit real shit about what the fuck's going on in life. You know, like. And there's I listen to a lot of people that a lot of people don't listen to because I'm not a follower. I'm not a you know I'm not a sheep. You know, like yeah. I do my own shit. I listen to my own people. You know, I have my own little process going on. For real. But, um... Especially when it has cultural impacts, too. Like, I'm bringing up such cliche names right now, but fucking Eminem and Ice Cube, fucking straight out of Compton, and fuck the police. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is literally the biggest fuck you to society. Not, not, not to society, but to, like, cops and the law and the government ever. And it's... Seriously, they came from fucking nothing, and they just climbed to the top, and it wasn't mm-hmm. fucking easy. And they put this into fucking four-minute soundtracks, and you're like, holy fucking shit. And that's um, that's one of the crazy things is you go through struggle, you have that more ambition. You know, you have something to desire a little bit more than the other person who was kind of giving everything to them, like Silver Spoon, you know? Like, I remember... Uh, I mean, I don't remember, but I know growing up, like my parents, they had money, but I, I'd never, I looked, I looked towards my brother and he always asked for money, you know, and mm-hmm. I, and I don't like to say that, but that's how it was. And I wasn't necessarily that type of person. I always worked for my shit. I always went out, mowed the lawn for my shit. I was kind of a little hustler, you know, I was a go getter and I just wanted to make my own bread because it felt a lot better doing your own shit Fuck and yeah. completing what you desire to want you know want to do and 
I, I feel like that kind of pushes people a little bit more is when you kind of, like, even you, like, you reach, you got to here right now, and you have this table, you have everything, you, you know, is, you know. This podcast started me, with nothing, buddy. This exactly. started with my iPhone XS. Exactly. My first see? 15 episodes, I recorded off my voice memos on my fucking iPhone. See, and, and I was recording on that desk that the TV is standing on right now. And you can see how small that was. And that like, pushes you, no? Fuck yeah, it pushes it, me. It, it wants yeah, you to dude, I've just said, get more and more I said more. this a couple episodes ago, but... um. When my parents were together, man, we were fucking rich. Maybe not filthy rich, but we were in a cool. three three quarters of a million dollar house. That's probably at least one point two million dollars now, because it was over like fifteen years ago. Oh damn! Okay. And we were definitely fucking privileged and stuff. Yeah. Like I don't know if we would have if my parents stayed together, if we would have grown up fucking pampered and privileged and stuff. But it was kind of heading that direction. Yeah. So we'll never know. But I mean, if I had to take a guess, been like, yeah, I probably would have been handed everything. My parents fucking split. We were living in my mom's best friend's basement because we, my mom couldn't even fucking get a house. Yeah, dude, we literally almost were homeless, mm-hmm. and now, fucking here we are. You know, we're fucking surviving and yeah. we're striving to be better. And this is, it's. I wouldn't fucking change it for the world, man, because I have this fucking determ. Is, is, yeah. is that the right word? Yes, De- it's determination De- for you. Yeah, determination. You want to. You just want to do so much for the people who did shit for you. you know? Fuck yeah! Like, it's just like I I need like I need to owe these people because I mean that's just the go getter mindset is you know, and just being a good person is that thought process is you know they did this all this for me, I need to do more for them you know yeah like even even if it doesn't happen or you know yada yada, I'm gonna work my ass off you know I'm not gonna die not wanting to do what I want to do. Exactly. Know? Or at least trying to do what I want to do. Yeah. There's a reason why all of my... Why we have a fucking big family because my grandparents split and then they remarried. So I have a big fucking family. So there's a reason why our family has Chase and I on speed dial because we love helping our family out because that's what families do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be a family. It can be friends or whatever. Like my friends know they can call me and I'll fucking Fuck pick yeah. them up from a party if they're drunk or I'll fucking take care of them exactly because I, I because one, that's the right thing to do, but yeah. I like fucking helping people out. I love it. I love yeah, That's why one thing I worked at the Y too and kind of pushed on my buddies to work at the Y so they can get that mindset of, yeah, I'm not selfish, you know, I, I need to do certain things for other people because that, that will benefit you in life. That's just how karma works, you know. Karma will see that, that you're doing good, you know, you're not doing some shysty-ass shit, you know, and it will just benefit, you know. Like, it's it's, it's weird, but that's just, I, I feel like that's just how certain shit works. It's a really important mindset to have is, you know, maybe not necessarily being determined but having something that puts a spark in your heart and your brain something that gets you going and whatever gets you going you gotta fucking strike on that for me it's the fucking podcast but before the podcast there was other things it was fucking track it was school being on the honor roll fucking being the best in any sport you know and obviously let's say competition competition was the thing that striked me you know yeah and i think it, it strikes a lot of boys yeah but i th- what you gotta do is you gotta find that 
And then you gotta like pounce on it like a fucking cougar. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's one thing a lot of dad didn't teach is you can't be a pussy, dude. Like, I, I, even that if that goes to the society and how men are shaped and yada yada, all that other bullshit. That's just how shit is. Is we're supposed to just be fucking. I don't know, manly. You know, we're supposed to do certain shit. We're supposed to think a certain way because that pushes. A lot more than thinking like a fucking sissy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's not going to get you anywhere. You know, you're going to be cool. You're going to want to just kind of um, stay in one spot and you'll be okay with it. But the good thing a part of life is you get to learn so much shit. And even when you're 50 years old, you learn so much shit. And even when you're 80 years old and you look down to the younger generation, you learn so much shit from them and what they're going to do, you know, and their ambitions, you know. And one thing about my job is I get to talk to a lot of older folks and um, just about what they have to fucking say because a lot of old folks, they don't talk to younger people, you know. They kind of keep a lot of shit bottled up in uh, in their head and... It's just, I don't know, it's 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 cool to hear what they have to say. And, like, um, I feel like I kind of represent our generation of hard workers because they always tell me, because I always bring the heavy shit in, you know, for certain deliveries. And they're like, oh, like, how old are you? Like, I'm, like, 20. I'm like, oh, you're, you're a hard worker. Like, I, I look at your generation a little bit better now, you know, because there's people like you who aren't just kind of sitting on their ass getting paid from their parents, you know, and certain shit like that, you know, like you, you just work, you know, you get your own shit, you know? Right. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with being pampered. No, there's not. Like, I wouldn't say it's the best for you, but it's, it's, it's not like they chose that life. It's, you know, again, a parents really affect their fucking children, Mm -hmm, regardless mm -hmm. if it's what they passed down, what they learned when they were a kid or if it's just having the money that they pass down, mm-hmm. you know, I, again, being pampered, nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. It might be, you know, you might be a little slow in the race, but I think all shapes and sizes of humans can come from being pampered or, you know, rising from the dirt. Yeah. yeah. Rising from the fucking dirt, man. As long as, it goes back to what I said. If you have something that is just, you have this fire in your heart, go fucking yeah, chase it. If, if if you're gonna be a pampered, if you're gonna be a pampered person that doesn't have a goal in life, you're just gonna live off your parents your whole life. Then yeah, you should probably fucking change your goals. Yeah. But if you have something where you want to make something for yourself, then there's nothing wrong with being pampered. Oh yeah. Yeah, fucking the greatest thing about society is that we come in all shapes and sizes, colors, height, all all that jazz. Especially in America. Right? And, yeah, I mean, shit, I mean, I can say I was pampered, but at the same time, like, I mean, I didn't necessarily enjoy it, because I was, growing up, I was always just super independent, like, I, I don't know why, but I was, I think it might just be because I'm a, I'm a fucking Taurus. Um, You're a what? A Taurus. Like, do you ever look up certain... Oh, you fucking beat me by one second. When were you born? Um, The 9th of May. Okay. So. I, so I was born in August, and... Listen, I'm not, like... I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I really don't believe in astrology. Yeah. The fact that 
you know, the way the stars align in a certain night yeah, is that's supposed bullshit. to tell you how you fucking feel. I think that's, that's a bunch of bogus. That's bullshit, yeah. But if you do believe in that, like, fucking go you. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, there's, um, I mean, there's just certain shit I looked up, and it was just like, it just kind of, it wasn't necessarily like the people who were like, oh, this is the stars align. This is what I have to say. It was... <laughs> It was what a Taurus is, you know, like in what type of personality you actually have, you know. And yeah, well, well, dude, I got I got fed the same shit where yeah. because I'm a kind of independent man too. Yeah. Like there's this project that I'm doing right now that I don't want to say because it has to do with the podcast. Yeah. But it requires a lot of money, mm-hmm. and if I ask my parents, it could be a lot less money, not because they would contribute, but because they're older. Again, I don't yeah. want to give away a lot of because. I, I think I'm going to do it and it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. So I don't want to give away anything. Okay. <laughs> but even then I'm like, oh God, like I don't want to burden them. Like I'm always, I've always been an independent person. Yeah. But this podcast, like I fucking did this all on my own, mm-hmm. you know, and fucking YouTube and Google. That's it. You know? So, and then, you know, someone told me, uh, it's it's because, oh, well, you know, you were born in August. You were born to, be, you were just yeah. born to be a more independent person. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Like, fuck you, yeah. I mean, um, I definitely don't believe everything that they fucking push out to me, but I definitely try and pinpoint certain things. It's like, okay, like, if that's how I am, then cool. I'm not I'm not going to necessarily let that portray how the fuck I work, but if that's, you know, certain things that complete me, mm-hmm. then I'm, like, the positive things, then cool, I'm going to keep those little things, you know? Like, that's certain things I can use to... Um, advantage with certain shit you know fuck yeah and i mean that's how i kind of looked at it is not necessarily um persuading my life to become this certain fucking thing but more or less just pick out the little things that um will actually help me out in life you know i think you gotta take it one step at a time though at least at least i did so i create so much fucking unrealistic goals for myself like, you know, when I start cutting, I'm like, okay, I need to lose 30 pounds in all my fat in 30 days. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, if I'm bulking, I'm like, okay, well, I got to increase 50 pounds on bench press. And those those are just honestly made up, but that's something that I would think about. Yeah. But one is like, okay, well, I got to I gotta drink less, but I also got to quit zinning. You know, like I create probably 10 goals at once that are so unrealistic but they're realistic if you just count, if you just start with one and then you move up to 10. Yeah. Like, okay. Work your way up. Like, okay, instead of, you know, drinking all this and that, we're just going to drink on the weekends. Instead of drinking at a party, we're just going to drink at the podcast. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, you, you and then you move on to the next thing, like fucking nicotine. You're like, yeah. okay, well, now I'm going to start quitting nicotine. Then you move on to the next thing. You're like, okay, I'm going to start saving up for my car. Yeah. You just, you got to... At at least for me, man, because I'm a determined guy and I'm like, okay, I can accomplish all these goals at once. No, bro, that's fucking silly. You got to take it like one, One maybe two at a time, depending on how big or small of a goal you want to set for yourself. And I feel like that's just kind of how the universe works because, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but when you focus on one thing, you get it. Fucking getting it, man. I started saving for a new car in January. Mm -hmm. Right now, I am at six, like six grand. Good for you. Yeah, dude, I almost... Got a thousand dollars a month. Fuck yeah, and that's some that's 
A lot of people can't do that, fool. A lot of people can't save. The, I mean, I mean, I can, I can say I'm kind of one of them, but I, I try and save my money as best as I can. Yeah. But I have these certain little impulses, like ah, I need to buy that shit. I need to yeah, buy that. But, the, um, the podcast has not been helpful. I've been putting a lot of money in this, but <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't even, I don't even care. Fucking beneficial. Worth every goddamn that's, penny. That, that's beneficial, you know. Yeah. But, um, There's also times I'll treat myself to food, though. I'm like ah. Yeah. Let's get some fat shack, baby. Yeah, some fat guys. Expensive <laughs> ass, bro. Shit. Oh my god. Sometimes I DoorDash on the side and I pick up from there all the time. Oh, I you... fucking. It's the most unprofessional. Cause there's one off of. Is there one off of Wadsworth? Yeah. Oh no, it's a uh, Kipling. Yeah, yeah, Kipling. But there's also another one. Where's the other one? Oh, I think it's like down in Denver. I deliver in weird places. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, but I fucking, fucking all three, all two of those locations, they're fucking unprofessional. They're, yeah, no, there is one off of Wadsworth, and there's one off of Ralston that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I pick up from both of those, and it's just the most unprofessional restaurant ever. The bunch of fucking eighteen-year-olds that are vaping, and there's nothing wrong with that, but like they, they. You're, it's so fucking clear that they're just there for the money, which I get because yeah. it's a fucking minimum wage. This is why I feel bad for minimum wage jobs like fucking Dairy Queen. Like, you know how yeah. many times I go to Dairy Queen, they mess up my order, <laughs> and sometimes I actually get mad, but I'm like, oh, wait, you know, like, you I'm, guys are they, working for dirt. Yeah, dude, and they don't even want to work there either. Yeah. They're just trying to start somewhere so you can get, like, you know, that summer paycheck so they can buy, like, those AirPods or whatever. Yeah. But oh my god, I, I I it's a rule now. I don't pick up from Five Guys anymore because I'm waiting like thirty minutes for like two burgers. I'm like, oh shit. Well, I remember uh, I did. I started doing DoorDash when I came back from college when the pandemic hit. It's the best college job ever, dude. Fool, I was making seven hundred a week. Fuck yeah. And I was. Just, I was only making five hundred. Good for you. Well, yeah. Well, I was. I was on. You know, I was out. You know, I was out doing that shit. Yeah. You know, I, um, like that was my main job at that time, but like fucking, it's definitely beneficial other than you running your car to the ground. But I mean, and especially <laughs> yeah, at that time, me. that time the uh, gas prices were shit. Especially oh, I know. To nowadays, like it's like what the fuck? Like I, I, I don't think I could do DoorDash right now because oh, of dude, the fucking gas prices. Me. I used to pay twenty. For a full tank, and now I'm paying almost fucking forty. So it's just. It's yeah, I was paying around like fifty, fifty-five maybe. Now I'm at like seventy. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. But I I'm filled up yesterday, and already went through a fucking quarter tank in like a day. I'm like, god damn. It definitely it sucks because I fucking drive a gas guzzler. You know, yeah. I drive a '97 pickup. So yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the gas price while I was filling up, and it was like three. 49 or something right yeah. dude they keep rising i'm like okay it's probably gonna stop now yeah but no bro no, like it, fucking two cents the next day two cents the next day the day after i'm like oh god damn it yeah where i'm at it's like fucking 350 or like a little bit more yeah it's fucking ridiculous and i remember it was just a year ago where it was like 249 i'm like bro it, that three should be a two shit, i remember it was almost down to oh, fuck I, it was low as shit like I felt like I wasn't paying dick for my gal. I felt like I was paying like twelve bucks for a fucking full tank. And I used to go yeah. to the food mart right um over um fuck I forgot what it was. It's in Arvada. 
Isn't that off of, right off of 64th and Oak or something? Yep, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Yeah, they yep. always had the cheapest gas there. Yep, and I I mean, I still go there whenever I'm, you know, I'm probably going to go fucking get some gas there, you know, tonight. Fuck yeah. But um, they always had the fucking cheapest prices, you know? Like, yeah, I'll never forget, this was probably four or five years ago, where gas was like one ninety nine or something. It was something like that. Yeah. And... My mom had so much fucking King Supers points that she got it down to 99 cents a gallon. I remember I took a picture and I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That's some insane shit right there. Oh, it's fucking crazy. That's nice. And now I'm at $70 for a tank. And I I, I fill up every week. I remember when I was in high school, I never fucking drove anywhere. Like, we we both went to Arvada West and it's maybe, what, two blocks down the street? Yeah. So I drove there and then I drove to the gym. And I was at 24 hour at the time, which is also like maybe three blocks away. Yeah, that's not I seriously, I filled up like every two and a half weeks. Like I seriously, like I filled up two, two times a month. It was crazy. Yeah. And now I'm filling up once a week. Hopefully sometimes it's, I don't think sometimes it's less, but there was definitely one time where I definitely filled up like twice in one week. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, and you know, fucking... that's when gas was reliable now it's like we're in a shortage and it's fucking 349 yeah all this bullshit going on in the u.s but yeah i haven't been paying attention i just know we're in a gas shortage yeah I just, because i just know our country's going to shit yeah for real <laughs> slowly but sure uh, it was always going to shit you know yeah maybe not political no probably no fucking politically most definitely ever since it was like trump and hillary that shit won't yeah for real fucking damn it yeah, um, for most people, I think everyone that's listening, they know I just, I fucking hate politics. I don't, I don't, I hate him, I hate him so much, I don't get involved. So, when when I heard there was a gas shortage, I'm like, there's a gas shortage? Like, I mean, obviously you can tell with the price, but I was like, oh, so that's why it's rising. I thought it was just yeah. rising because of the fucking economy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really don't pay attention to what the fuck's going on, and... The government and all that other shit. It's not worth it. No, it's definitely not because you have no power towards it. You just you have no power towards it, but it's also going to be most likely manipulated by one of the literally yeah whatever one of the parties or maybe your friend or your family or even even the fucking um channel you're watching it on. I heard CNN's like the worst fucking place to get your political news where it's all just. I heard it was like bias or something, or it was fake. It was or both. It was one of those two. Yeah, I, I heard know? that too. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, f- I feel like you got to go to certain, um, several like news people to figure out what the fuck is actually going on. And exactly. See if they're actually telling the same shit. Exactly. But, it goes back to what I said earlier. I don't like being lied to. Yeah. And you know, I just like seeing the evidence, and you know with social media and the internet there's so many articles that just get you to click on it like it's called clickbait clickbait yep where they have this it's i've been trying to um get rid of that stuff on snapchat because there's times i've clicked on clickbait because it was like one person said this and it, it was it wasn't political it was like some um wrestler or something that i followed right mm-hmm. and then there was also um stuff about homophobia and you know other stuff about um the new trucks that i was looking at and they were completely fucking fake yeah like even the fucking headline was fake they just 
they fucking um they worded it that way so you click on it and then it's a completely false article and i'm like god damn it yeah it's just blowing smoke up their ass fucking it's fucking dumb shit but i don't know i don't i don't try and... oh well hello there my beautiful sexy friends what's up how are you so that was part one of me and Scotty Novotny's conversation. Um, we decided to split this into two episodes because originally this podcast was around three hours. So this will be part one, and then I will check back in with you guys on part two, and I will let you know what that will be about next week. Uh, as always, thank you guys so much for listening and the support. It, it really keeps me going, and I appreciate it. So I will see you guys next week.